Well, this morning, we have the privilege uh, of hearing a local story. Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church, St. Pete. So here's what we want to do with local stories. We want to highlight God's activity because God is at work. And we want to celebrate his grace. And so this morning, we have the privilege of hearing from Deanne Thompson. So let's welcome her as she comes. Thank you. All right. Hi, everyone. Right here. Okay. (laughs) I'm Deanne, and I have been coming to Local now for, well, since last summer. And I'm excited to share with you what God has been doing in my life. Um, I grew up in a fairly strict Catholic home in Minnesota. I did not have a relationship with the Lord. It was more or less fear-based as to see what I could get away with so as not to go to hell. And I was definitely a curious and rebellious kid. I remember asking questions to my parents, things like, well, mom, why can't I have sex? And she would say, because I said so. I also remember one time in school, the teacher sent a note home to the parents asking for their consent because they would be discussing sex ed. My parents were the only ones who said no. And I was sitting outside the class in the hall by myself. So needless to say, I wanted to find out still for myself, which I did. But disclaimer, my parents are wonderful. I love them very much. I became very promiscuous. I bounced around from guy to guy looking for love and identity. One of my boyfriends in college dared me to try amateur night at the local strip club, to which I gladly accepted the challenge, and I got a job there that night. I started dancing part-time, and I did this for three years. I did not need the money, I simply just enjoyed the counterfeit satisfaction and the attention and the validation that it gave me. And during this time, I was still actually going to church. I was going on Sundays, but that was the extent of it. Like, I really struggled to fully connect to God, obviously due to the unresolved sin in my life. But even so, God continued to pursue me. I remember one day imagining if God were to come back that day, how embarrassed and how wasteful I would feel my life had been. So I decided then and there to quit. Now, I had been threatening to quit for quite some time, and my boss would chuckle and say, okay, we'll see you next week. And this time, though, he knew there was something different. He knew that I meant it. So the very next morning, I actually received a special confirmation from the Lord. I had been applying for academic scholarships because I was getting straight A's. And the very next morning after I quit, I received a scholarship for $1,000. And though it was small, it was so special because I knew it was God saying, thank you for doing that for me. And if you never go back to that type of work again, I will always provide for you. And he always has. After college, um, my plan was to move to Pensacola to be near a boyfriend who I had been dating long distance. But with two weeks to graduate and all my moving plans in place, I found out he was cheating on me and I had to quickly change course. At the time, I was devastated. I didn't understand it, but God knew what he was doing. So at the time, my parents had actually moved to Denver. So they suggested that I move there to be closer to them and just while I figured it out. So I ended up moving to Denver across the street from a mega church. I was very skeptical of it, but it took me a while, I eventually went, and that is where I just fell in love with the church, I got very involved, I found Jesus, and I got baptized there at age 25. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, so I, it, things were definitely changing, but I was still partying quite a bit. Um, I was not fully prioritizing God in my life yet. Then after a very painful breakup of nearly four years with someone who I should not have been with in the first place, I deeply loved, um, I ended up moving to LA. So in Denver, I found out the hard way that a man cannot take the place of God. Anything that does is an idol. Then in LA, I would learn that a career cannot take the place of God. So I ended up getting my dream job as the faith outreach manager for the nation's largest animal protection organization. So it merged my two passions, Jesus and animals. But five years later, they shut down my department and I was laid off. Almost instantly, I felt Holy Spirit tell me, you did it again, but this time with a career. I had let my work for animals take place over who I was and my identity as a Christian. So um, soon after losing that, though, I definitely started to say, okay, I fully prioritize God. I really let Christ become the Lord of my life. Um, and I ended up finding a really amazing faith community in LA. So everything seemed good. But during LA, my family then moved to Florida. So I felt like God was calling me during the pandemic to be closer to them. So I moved to St. Pete a little over a year ago with very little to my name. I didn't have any friends, no boyfriend. I sold my car. I didn't have a house despite all of my efforts trying. I didn't even have a pet. So it has definitely been a difficult transition coming from nearly two decades of nonstop busyness to virtually a completely cleared out schedule. Um, most nights, the only social thing on my calendar was time with Jesus. And I ended up realizing that that is truly all I ever really wanted anyway. That is what I needed. So even though it's been difficult, he has been teaching me so much about stillness and simpleness and patience. And I can finally see with everything else stripped away that only he truly satisfies. As Psalm 1611 says, in his presence is the fullness of joy. It does not come from relationships or homes or money or jobs because those things come and go. But now I can say that my true identity is rooted in Christ. Now I can hold things more loosely because I'm more focused on the eternal. And I'm so grateful, though, for those difficult moments because they have been the greatest moments of growth for me to find out what truly matters. Now I can appreciate more what I do have rather than comparing what I don't have. I crave the word more than ever and just growing deeper in my faith. As 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, With unveiled faces, we can see and reflect the glory of the Lord being transformed in the same image going from glory to glory. So now at age 40, I don't know what's next. I don't know if I'll ever get to be married or have a family or have a successful career or own a home again, but I can honestly say that I have grown to trust God so much that if this is where he has me, then this is what's best for me. And I've changed my perspective to walk by faith and not by my current circumstances to cling to and truly find my identity in him because that is where my joy is found and that is where this peace that surpasses all understanding, all circumstances is found. So thank you so much. I hope that this encouraged some of you. Um, I would love to talk or pray with any of you after if you're also trying to find your true identity and fulfillment in him. Thank you. Thank you. Please stay. Thank you. I want to pray for you. All right.
D, uh, she goes by D. Um, we want to pray for you. Thank you for just your vulnerability, sharing what you have. Uh, this is about identity. You know, when I, I saw a social post of Dee's uh, months ago, and I was, uh, she was sharing some of this, I, I approached her and I said, wow, would you ever write a local story and share that? And thank you. Here we are, <laughs> months later. Um, and the thing that really stood out to me uh, in her social post and in this local story is the, the wrestling match that happened in her life um, with identity. Uh, I mean, that's true for all of us. And so whether we're trying to find our identity in, in sex or in relationships or in money or in possessions or in what we do as a career, um, the Lord seemed to really continue to get in your way and show you, no, your identity is, is meant to be found. It's, it's to be found only in him. Um, and, and so he, he does that with us as well. Amen. And so maybe you're wrestling. Maybe you're struggling. Um, I've been praying about this story um, for the last two weeks uh, that anyone here in this room, in this space, that may be in that place of heading down a path uh, one that she may be described, uh, trying to find your rest or satisfaction. And one of the things that she laid out, that, that the Lord would graciously and clearly get your attention and keep you from going down a path that would lead to hurt and pain and instead help you to see that your identity is to be found in him. So uh, let, me, let me pray. Let's pray for, for Dee, and I want to pray for, for us as a church. Father, thank you for Dee. Thank you for the work of grace that you have done and that you are doing in and through her. From such a young age, Lord, just uh, keeping her, even in the midst of, of her turning to things that really, at the end of the day, don't satisfy, but our culture screams at us uh, that, that this is what we must do in order to find satisfaction. Thank you that, Lord, you, you got in her way. Lord, we pray that you would continue to encourage her, that you would continue to build her up, that you would, uh, Lord, by your spirit, go before her and use her story. Uh, Lord, to, um, to, to, Lord, minister to men and women alike. Lord, we thank you that um, in Jesus, that's where our identity is found, that we don't have to fight for an identity in what we do or in, 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 in other things or our possessions. Uh, Lord, would you help us in the midst of this, just this culture where sex is really held up as the end all or as a, a god, an idol, truly, um, Lord, or where possessions or where career or where being married or what have you, all of these things are held up as kind of the thing, the goal and the thing that, in which we find our identity, but that's just not true. Uh, so, Lord, we ask for the right perspective that each one of us in this room, Lord, whatever we're battling, whatever we're tempted to find our identity in, that, Lord, you would graciously get in our way yes. as you have, Dee. We thank you, Lord. Give you praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you.